This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So glad that you guys are with us all week long. We're going to be talking about how does being used of God to help people help me grow. But before we get there, we have an ALC Recommends. What are we recommending this week, Pastor? I recommend the local church. And the reason I recommend the local church is when we're talking about how does being used of God to help unbelieving people help me grow, which is really what we're going to be talking is. is how can I grow in Christ, grow as a person? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe probably your best uh, secret for that is staying encompassed and mm-hmm. and uh, around mm-hmm. other people that are growing. Mm-hmm. And we're for the universal church, but mm-hmm. it's hard to encompass yourself with the universal church. That's true. The universal body of Christ. That's true. People that are saved in India. I mean, so, you know, so, uh, but where we really start growing is when we're hanging out with people that I, we're rubbing elbows with mm-hmm. and we're, we're, you know, mm-hmm. I'm around growing people and therefore I'm growing. That's really. right. So That's we recommend the local church. That's right. It, nothing can replace it. So uh, we believe nothing can replace it. Get in there. We Make believe it. the local church is the hope of the world. That's right. So how does being used of God to help unbelieving people help me grow? Now here's here's a a, a funny question I thought about uh, when I was reading this. We're going to use Psalm 14, and uh, do you think as an evangelism tool it would work? To, go, to say to a person who has said, I'm an agnostic or an atheist, mm-hmm. well, you're a fool. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think that's a good evangelism tool today? Probably not. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is, mm. but because Psalm 14.1, David actually says, the fool says in his heart, mm-hmm. there is no God. Mm. They are corrupt. They do abominable. You know, every time I read the word abominable in Scripture, I think of the abominable abominable snowman yeah. and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I think of the abominable snowman in um, uh, Monsters, Inc. <laughs> More modern. Welcome version. to the Himalayas. <laughs> so he says they are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. Uh, there is no one who does good. He was banished. So yeah, he was maybe finished. this was his issue. I don't it, know. <laughs> it, could, it could be. But it reveals a couple things for me. One is that David was dealing with uh, people that were atheist and agnostic mm-hmm. in his day. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is really quite the thing because everybody had a personal God mm-hmm. back in their day. But mm-hmm. there were people that said, uh, you know, there is no God. So, yeah. I mean, he was dealing with this problem clear back there. Um, now, I don't know that he's using this as an evangelism tool, but he is addressing the problem. <laughs> he might just be venting. <laughs> could, could, could be. But, and he's venting in song yeah. if he's doing it, right? Um, so it was a country song is what you're saying. The, the, this, this was, was their song. version of a country song. Mm. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Or a country song. Uh-huh. I guess you uh-huh. it would be. They were drinking ale, and then they were. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "The fool says in his heart, 
There is no God. And uh, what David is encouraging here is he's saying, we've got a problem. And the problem is really um, that they get, the people who say there is no God find themselves in trouble. They are mm. corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is no one who does good. Mm. Well, God's solution to this problem is people who want to get involved helping those people. Mm-hmm. And that's not a new thing. It, it, ha- it Jesus clarified it, but it was, goes all the way back into the Old Testament because mm-hmm. even the children of Israel were designed to be the people that um, were priests mm-hmm. to you know the other people okay so um let's go into this how do we see this today where the fool says in his heart there is no god and what kind of fruit does that produce in their lives you know what what do we see today in american society mm-hmm. um it it definitely inspires uh, a selfish lifestyle okay um it's basically go get yours at that point um, mm. go make whatever you can happen happen and it needs to benefit you um and that's where um and and this i try not to say this as an overgeneralization that's where i think a lot of the um self-help mental health Mm -hmm. uh, self-care type um perspectives are really Mm -hmm. coming from yeah and it's not that any of those principles are bad i actually think there does need to be an increased focus on a lot of those things Mm -hmm. but you're never going to be able to meet those needs in and of yourself yeah um that's where god comes in Mm -hmm. um and that's where his principles um are really the best thing yeah so maybe one one of the first fruits we see in america is uh the individualism Mm -hmm. of of uh don't don't need mm-hmm. every man uh, for himself. It's every man for mm-hmm. himself, uh, mm-hmm. and that—that's the fool says in his heart, "There mm-hmm. is no God." Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and uh, now the Bible uses the word "fool" really as someone that has rejected God's wisdom, and wisdom mm-hmm. is personified. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, the Proverbs talk about this a lot. The fool said his, says in his heart that there is no God, and that this is a person that is rejecting God's mm-hmm. wisdom. Another fruit that we see in, in America is there is no absolutes, mm-hmm. or excuse, I said there there are no absolutes. Mm-hmm. That the the fool really is making the case mm-hmm. there are no absolutes. Mm-hmm. Everything gray. is gray. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the problem is there is a lot of gray. <laughs> <laughs> there is. That's true. But the, the fool who is saying there is no God is everything is gray mm. and there are no absolutes. Mm. Um, and when there's no absolutes, there's no um, 100% standards, mm. right? Mm-hmm. There's no absolute morals that are mm-hmm. right for everybody, Um and what do so curious? What what do you think we see as the manifestation of that in America mm-hmm. today? When when there are no absolutes, well, uh, it gives us all the license to just kind of do whatever the heck we want, um, and it's not real freedom, mm-hmm. even though we think it is. Right, we think that that's real freedom. Yeah, um, but most of the time, I say most of the time, all of the time, you're going to end up serving something, mm-hmm. um, and it. It will take over your life, and it will not produce the results that you really think it's going mm-hmm. to. Yeah. When it, let's let's tackle a couple of areas uh, that uh, are more common. Let's just start with marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
Uh, you're gonna have, you're gonna be married about ten times <laughs> by the time you're done, <laughs> because any marriage relationship that you go into and it's all about you, uh, it's not gonna take long for <laughs> right. And marriage so was marriage goes clear all the way back to Genesis mm-hmm. and all the way to the Book of Revelation. So mm-hmm. this is not something that came mm-hmm. late. This is something that is fundamental mm-hmm. to God's thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Is is uh, so so for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mm-hmm. mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That mm-hmm. goes all the way into Genesis and forward. Mm-hmm. So marriage is an absolute that God gave that is part of His heart and His wisdom. But the fool who says in his heart there is no God is going to try to tackle life bypassing. Marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you see that today? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so you'll you'll see that, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you get married, you realize, man, I need God <laughs> for my marriage to be healthy and good. If this is gonna work. <laughs> if this is gonna work, right? <laughs> Any other areas that you see this? Uh, I, I, like, I, marriage is easy to pick out because mm-hmm. our society, as it has moved away from the absolutes that come in the local church, it's moved away from the basics of marriage mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, for sure where um, provision is concerned, mm-hmm. so whether that's career or money, mm-hmm. um, when you say, well, there is no God, what that means is that you'll do whatever it takes to get to where you want to go. Mm. Um, you'll step on anybody, push anybody out of the way, break whatever rules because mm-hmm. there are no absolutes. Yeah. Who, sa- who says I can't do that? Right. Um, and it, it'll get you in a very dangerous place very quickly. You know, if you're... Most most of the time, it doesn't actually leave you with a bunch of money. It actually puts you in a bunch of debt. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you think it's going to result in a bunch of money, but right. it actually gets you in a lot of debt. Here's a little test you can do on yourself is... Anything that you are interacting with, ask yourself, do you need God in that area? And if you don't, you might be the fool that is saying in your heart, there is no God in this area. Maybe you've got God at home in your marriage, but you're not taking him to work. Mm. Or maybe you take him to work, but you're not bringing him home Mm -mm. into your marriage and your children. Um, and you want to evaluate and say, am I taking God? I even do this down into the little things. Need to sell a piece of property. I'm not going to be the fool that says there is no God. I pray over that property. I say, Lord, mm-hmm. we need to sell this. What is your, mm-hmm. you know, I need to buy a piece of property. Mm-hmm. The fool said in his heart, there is no God. But the, the person who's wise says, Lord, I need your help buying this piece of property, mm-hmm. getting a job, mm-hmm. leaving a job, moving to a new area. Uh, finding a local church. Mm-hmm. I was calling people and talking to them, and um, this is one of the ways I've tried to apply to help me grow is that I'm going to help others. So I was calling to people that came to our church on the lawn, Palm Sunday event, mm-hmm. filled out a card, and I was praying with them to help them you know, plant themselves in the local church and, mm-hmm. and get blessed in that way, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, let's close this podcast with one final thought. The whole week is about how we can grow by being used of God to help others who are not growing, mm-hmm. okay? What can we do to uh, help people that have an area of their life where they're saying there is no God? or for, Maybe they're not even articulating it, but they're living like there is no God in my career, mm-hmm. there is no God in my marriage, there mm-hmm. is no God in my health. Mm-hmm. What, what can we do to help um, them? 
I try to point people, well, if I can draw from personal experience, mm-hmm. I will. Testimony. Um, yes, because that's going to make share what Share share how there is a God in my life in this area, mm-hmm. right? Because that's going to speak to them a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have to, I'll draw on somebody else's testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or at least propose it as an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the time, people, f- they actually feel stuck in the rut yeah. of the direction that they're going. And mm-hmm. they, they don't feel like they can get out. Yeah. Um, and so showing them that there is another way. Yeah. Honestly, for most of them, they didn't know that there was another way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it'll totally change their mindset. Yeah. So the testimony is probably the, you start there. And then the other thing for me is pray with people mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. whatever it is they're dealing with. One person mm-hmm. is dealing with a health issue. Pray with them over. Mm-hmm. And, and I, when I say pray, right here, right now mm-hmm. is. And right. it'll sh- it shocks most people, but it's worth. Yeah, it. <laughs> but it introduces them to there is a God who's involved in this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start hearing about their marriage problem. Let's pray over that right now. Mm-hmm. You start hearing about their there's they hate work. Well, let's pray over that right now. So the testimony. And prayer are probably the two best tools we have to help people move from there is no God to there is a God mm-hmm. who might be interested or involved mm-hmm. in this aspect of my life. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.